Hi, welcome to another episode of the Photographer's Action Plan, the podcast for photographers who want to take their business to the next level. I'm your host, Shark Stackle, and today's episode, we will talk about attracting consistent and lifelong clients through effective marketing. You see, as creatives, we're used to letting our visual artwork speak for itself by relying solely on the picture is worth a thousand words strategy. Yes, we all know that we should just be able to put our photos out there and let the photo do the talking. Well, it doesn't tell really a story about you, your business, or the difference you make in your clients' lives or even the world. In this episode, I will share with you the importance of understanding how marketing works, even as a photographer. Yes, marketing's much more than just sharing an image of your artwork on social media with a catchy caption or placing an ad in your local publication. There are real monetary and reputation consequences if you don't understand how marketing functions. From wasting money on ads that don't work to misusing marketing language and misrepresenting your brand, any mistake can threaten the success of a business. In fact, some businesses have lost billions because they've marketed wrong. So let's dive into the world of marketing and five action plan tips that we can take to help you attract consistent and lifelong clients. Welcome to the Photographer's Action Plan. We're all about helping you build a successful photography business and life. Our goal is to delight your clients and make marketing, sales, and processes a breeze so that you can focus on growing your luxury brand. We're excited to share with you actionable photography business pro tips and lifestyle hacks, along with some oops moments because let's face it, we all make mistakes sometimes. We want to be your photo biz bestie on the go, providing you with valuable insights to help you grow a profitable photography business without burning out. You'll hear interviews with other photographers and business leaders, as well as solo episodes from your executive marketing assistant, Shar Stackle. So take some time for yourself, and listen in while you can, even if you're running on no sleep because of a child who was just not tired. And get ready to take your photography business to the next level with the photographer's action plan. Understanding how marketing works to avoid mistakes, gain clients, and become the go-to photographer in your local area without burning out is essential. Now, when I say mistakes, I am saying it's okay to make mistakes, but I'm thinking the mistakes that will cost you lots and lots of dollars, okay? (laughs) Once you understand marketing, you'll see the return on investment or the ROI in your bottom line. You'll benefit from smoother sales sessions, clients you absolutely adore, and continue working with throughout their lifetime, and even stop the hustle of trying to do it yourself, those lovely DIY marketing solutions. Because once you understand the entire marketing picture, you'll know where to start for the best long-term results for your business. So here's how to find out how marketing works in your photography business. First, kind of along the same lines about making mistakes, let's recognize that you don't have to know everything or even that you do know anything. (laughs) Approaching your marketing with a beginner's mind opens you up to curiosity 
and possibilities where you might not have seen before. So a lovely quote from uh, Richard Branson, the founder of the Virgin Group. He says, I think it's important to have a sense of humility about what you know and what you don't know. Second, understand that marketing is a cycle. Everything in your marketing is interconnected. It's like a marketing ecosystem. So if you're interested in learning more about a marketing ecosystem, listen to episode two, turn finding clients into attracting lifelong ones that you totally love uh, to learn how a marketing ecosystem works. Or you can visit my Instagram. There's a um, story highlight with a visual diagram on it. The third thing that you action plan to you can do is for marketing is always ask questions with your ideal client as the subject, meaning how is this going to affect my ideal client when I market this way or how are they going to receive it? So they're always through the lens of the ideal client. It always starts and ends with them. So my question is, is have you created an ideal client avatar or even made notes of your favorite clients? I say we need to start here. This is the very first real, real action because the other things were a little bit of like mindset and looking at something and understanding that marketing is a cycle. If you haven't created notes or anything like a lot of photographers that I know, they just know that they have beautiful newborn photography, right? You can create a note in your CRM or your 17 hats. Uh, That's always a great place or your favorite note app uh, like Evernote, your Bujo, somewhere, just make a document, doesn't matter where, wherever you're going to be able to add to it consistently, because this is going to be a working document. So there are a few things to consider when you're coming up with your ideal client avatar, you'll hear it called persona or, you know, all sorts of things. So it doesn't matter. It's as long as you get an idea as to who your ideal client is, what they're like. I always want to start out with their demographics. This is very marketing 101. Um, so come up with a name. It could be a name that you just pick out of thin air. It could be a name of one of your clients already, because then it gives you that idea of picturing who this person is in your mind. So come up with your name, come up with the age, occupation, income, marital status, family situation, where they're located, which ideally should be in your, in your, uh, area. So let's kind of go through this and take it as an example. So let's say we've got an ideal client, Sarah, and she's 33 years old. She's a marketing manager. She has an annual income of $85,000. She is married. She has one newborn baby, brand new baby, and she is in your local market. Sarah might be 
pregnant at this moment in time too. So, you know, however you want to, to swing this uh, ideal client that you have in mind for your newborn photography. Let's think of the second step in marketing is the psychographic. So this is basically knowing more about Sarah and what her life is like. So personal characteristics, hobbies, interests, personal aspirations, her professional goals, her pains, her main challenges, her needs, her dreams. What kind of things does that imply? Okay. So an example for Sarah, her personal characteristics is she's organized, she's detail oriented, and she's super busy. Okay. She's have some hiking, some hobbies, which are yoga, hiking, reading, spending time with friends and family. Her interests are marketing trends as part of her career, interior design and parenting tips. She has some personal aspirations to be a great mom and advance in her career. Her professional goals is to advance in her marketing career and become a director one day. So she's very, very aspirational. Uh, some of her pains, the things that bother her, her lack of sleep, managing work in a household. Of course, maybe she's um, not back at work yet after being on maternity leave, but it will be. Main challenges, she's balancing work and caring for her baby. And some needs, professional newborn photography, right? That captures the essence of her, her little one. And some dreams are to watch her baby grow up and be a successful working mom like herself because she's got a little baby girl. Third piece is the shopping behavior. So what does Sarah, how does Sarah spend her money? Well, you need to think about what is her budget for newborn photography? How often does she shop? What kind of preferred channel she has? So that means who does she, where does she go to get her information about buying things? Her online behavior, her search terms. So like when she is going to go to uh, look something up online, what she, what words is she going to type into the, her search function? Preferred brand. So what, is there certain brands that she loves? And you can go to, you could probably go down a rabbit hole with that one. Um, what kind of triggers does she have? What I mean by triggers is what is prompting her to buy your offer. And in this case, it's newborn photography. The last thing to keep in mind are the barriers or obstacles that are keeping her from buying newborn photography in this case. So for example, Sarah's budget is $500 to $800. Her shopping frequency, well, once at this moment in time until she has her next baby. And you can also even, and this is for no, newborn photography specifically, but you can even start thinking about when is she going to be shopping next? Is she going to be doing a sitter session? Is she going to be doing um, a cake smash? What's the next step in the shopping frequency there? Preferred channels. Sarah likes to look at online reviews and referrals from friends and family. What kind of behavior does she have? Well, she researches online and compares um, photographers' portfolios. That's how she's looking online for photographers. 
Her search terms are newborn photography near me or newborn photography and then whatever the location's at. Her preferred brands. So she likes photographers with a modern and natural style and experience. What other brands can you think of that would be like that? And plug those in because then you can kind of figure out who she might be following online as well. So as far as triggers are concerned, that's the one what's prompting her to buy. That's the birth of her baby, um, even time sensitive, sensitive early stages of her baby's life. And what's stopping her from buying newborn photography? Well, uh, ability of the photographer and compatibility with the schedule is a lot of it. I would even go so much as um, photographers not returning her calls. That would be a big barrier Um, just because I know that uh, one way to stand out in your local market is to answer your phone. Um, So that's just one really easy way because sometimes we're afraid of the introverts photographers are a little bit afraid of their phone but uh, if you can get over that and answer your phone and be able to pick up those calls from Sarah who's looking for you new newborn photographer that would be awesome for her okay so the fourth action that you can do to stand out in your local market and so you don't get burned out is to get your marketing feet wet by reading a few marketing books. And I recommend Story Brand by Donald Miller to get you started. Uh, I've marked that book up really, really good. It is very robust. It will get you um really headed towards that marketing for your photography business. And the part of the book that you'll want to pay attention to is what they call the one-liner. The one-liner is that one message that you can use across all platforms, your website, you can put it on your business card, you can put it on your social media. And it basically tells people what you do in relation to how they will want to buy from you, why they would want to buy from you. And in the book, it's in the appendix under the story brand roadmap. In this one-liner, it calls out four steps. Okay, first, it starts with character, who's your ideal client, which we already just talked about and really in-depth. Two, it's the problem. Three, the plan. Four, the success. So, for example, you have a character, and I want you to think of the character. We already did... uh, our ideal client earlier, think of some adjectives for your client. She's active, she's fun-loving, and she is ambitious, right? So she could be um, your, to give your, the character Sarah is, and you don't need to say Sarah, but that's your character. Your problem is that 
time moves super fast for her. It's fleeting moments. The plan is that professional newborn photography. And what is going to make Sarah a success is that she is going to have a story that lives on in her home, in her professionally designed home, because remember, she loves home design. So you could say, I help active, fun, loving, ambitious moms capture all the fleeting moments of their newborn with newborn photography so that your story can live on your walls or in your interior design, or you can really play with this. Uh, In the book, Donald Miller actually does say, this is a one-liner that you're going to have to play with and move around and make it be more for your brand. And this is a lot of the branding elements. And it's really awesome because it's focused on helping your ideal client. So once you get those two pieces in place, your ideal client and your one liner, you'll need to know the journey your ideal client will take and how they get to you. What content pieces and offers you need to have in place for that journey. One of the best resources I've found to put your marketing plan on paper is the 17 Hats Guide to Marketing Funnel for Solopreneurs. I think you can still find it on your website, but I tried looking it up for the podcast and I wasn't able to find a link to the worksheet. So if you are interested, DM me on Instagram if you can't find it and I'll do my due diligence to see how I can get it to you. Um, Even though I don't prescribe the funnel marketing approach, this worksheet is perfect for mapping a client journey. And I love seeing it out on a piece of paper. So somebody sees how it all goes together. Um, I think a marketing funnel is very archaic and we need to have, we need to look at it as more as a cycle, Uh, but that's going to be another podcast episode where we can go down that rabbit hole. Not right now. While we're on the subject of mapping out your marketing, this is kind of my bonus tip uh, in here. Have you created a marketing calendar? And I guess it's not really just a tip, but it's a it's an action you should take. Uh, the calendar can be as simple as breaking down the year into quarters and designing them when you will promote different sessions. So, for example, in Q4, you have fall sessions. You can also designate each month for a different type of session to promote. So in October, for example, you can do fall family. I would actually venture to guess that you can look at it as you're promoting. You can say, I'm shooting fall family in October, but I will start promoting my fall family sessions in August 
right? And then in November, you're going to be shooting your mini, your mini sessions, but when will you start promoting them? So even if you just have those two things, like here's my session and here's, here's when I'm going to start promoting it. That is going to save you so much in that DIY marketing. You'll know exactly where you're going for the year. It's pretty amazing. So the last, last, last thing that you should do is get expert help. Who better to help you with marketing than and then someone who's done it before. <laughs> you don't have to do it by yourself. It's eye-opening when someone can point out what isn't working and what will. Not to mention effective marketing will gain you new clients. In my episode, previous episode, I talked about making sure that that I personally had to hire out of my business so I could see things that were not working in my business. So good to get extra expert help. I hope this episode has helped you understand the importance of strategizing marketing and growing your photography business. I encourage you to take one action in this episode. And the easiest action to take right now is to start a document about your ideal client and start taking those notes about them. The second impactful action you can take today is to map out your sessions according to the year so you know what you will be promoting when. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram for more helpful tips and actions you can take now. And don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of our podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the Photographer's Action Plan. Our goal is to guide you through the ins and outs of running a profitable photography business without sacrificing your well-being. Remember, you can always count on us to be your photo biz bestie on the go. If you found today's episode helpful, don't forget to share it with your business bestie and take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more photographers like you. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Action Arrow Media for more photography business insights and inspiration. Thanks for joining us on this journey, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode of the Photographer's Action Plan.